The Red Cornish Ranger presents Nerds Through Comics. Star Trek The Next Generation Doctor Who Assimilation Squared. Chapter 5 Captain, I ask you to reconsider. The Borg may have valuable information for us. We need to hear them out. You heard me, Doctor. The Enterprise will not open negotiations with the Borg. Captain, let us at least hear what they have to say. There's no harm in listening. Absolutely not. Home, lay in a course for Earth. Mr. Wolf, let Starfleet know that the immediate threat has passed. Tell them that we are returning to assist in rescue operations for the planets that were attacked," said the captain as he stormed off towards his ready room. The doctor followed him. The Cybermen will try to conquer and convert all of the Borg now. They will only grow stronger and more deadly in their thirst for power. What are your intentions? I say let the Borg and Cybermen fight it out. Let them kill each other. If the Cybermen are indeed hoping to strike at the heart of the Borg Collective, I say more power to them. Let's see the Borg have a taste of their own medicine. The door chime rang and Captain Picard answered irritably. Come, what is it? Guinan. I hope you'll forgive my intrusion, Captain, but the stakes have never been higher. And I'm afraid that only the doctor and I may realize it. I was just trying to convince your captain here that we should open communications with the Borg and consider their offer of cooperation. We will need their help against the Cybermen. But he wants nothing to do with the Borg at all. Well, doctor, Captain Picard has some good reasons to be distrustful of the Borg. Do you mind if I tell him, Captain? Very well. Not long ago, the Borg invaded the Federation with the intent of assimilating all of its members. The Borg kidnapped Captain Picard in order to assimilate him into their collective and use him against the Federation. The Borg renamed him Lotikus and intended for him to serve as emissary for the complete assimilation of the worlds of the Federation. As Lotikus the Borg forced Captain Picard to confront his own crew and orchestrate attack of the assembled defense forces of Starfleet at War 359. The Borg used Captain Picard's knowledge of the Starfleet tactics and weaknesses against them. The losses were staggering. Thousands died after defeating the Starfleet task force. The Borg headed directly to Earth. Data and Worf were able to retrieve the captain from the Borg cube. As part of Commander Riker's plan to turn the tables on the Borg as the cube headed for Earth, Data, with the help of Captain Picard, was able to incapitate the Borg group, leading to its self-destruction. As you might imagine, Doctor, this experience has left the Captain with some strong feelings towards the Borg. Ah, now I see. Captain Picard, you have my deepest sympathy for what happened to you. No sentient being should be forced to undergo that sort of enslavement. 
but let me assure you that the Cybermen are every bit as much of a threat as the Borg. They may be heading towards Borg space now, but trust me, they'll be back. Who are these Cybermen anyway? A race of cyborgs. They replace their organic parts with mechanical ones. They consider flesh to be weakness. They forced others to become Cybermen through a process known as cyberconversion, not unlike the assimilation used by the Borg. Often, the only remaining organic element of them is a brain hooked up to a mechanical body. The Cybermen are not native to our universe, Captain, but they are present in other universes they claim to be logical and emotionless. But in fact, they are ruthless in their pursuit of conquest. They seek complete dominion over other species and want to convert all sentiment beings into Cybermen. That certainly reminds me of the Borg. They have much in common with the Borg, but the Cybermen do not limit their plans for conquest to a single universe. Different versions of them can be found in alternate universes as the Cybermen were scouting new universes to invade. They found the Borg. The Cybermen must have thought that the Borg seemed like kindred spirits and began lying the groundwork to bring themselves into the universe some years ago. That's when you first encountered them, Doctor, with the earliest Enterprise crew. Yes, and I thought I'd stop them in their tracks. But now, it is apparent that their plans continued unabated. The Cybermen must have somehow convinced the Borg that the two had much in common, and that there would be mutual benefit if two worked together, and eventually merge into one. But the sheer amount of Cybermen, naturally, cannot be contained. Once the Borg started to trust the Cybermen as part of an alliance, the Cybermen could not help but revert to their true nature. They must have cracked all of the Borg's security protocol and overwhelmed them. And now the Cybermen are methodically cyber-converting the entire Borg Collective, acquiring all their resources, consuming, and processing all of their archives. Now they are heading back to the Borg homeland to complete the task. The thought of Cybermen, enhanced by all of the resources of these Borg, the degree of understated conquest, it defies imagination. This is bad, Captain. Very bad. Far worse than I realized. The Cybermen won't stop once they convert the Borg. They'll be back to convert the Federation, the entire Alpha Quadrant, this whole galaxy. And then they'll use all they learn from the Borg to do the same thing to other universes. We have to find a way to stop them before it's too late. Captain Picard considered the two beings for a moment. All this sounds very far-fetched. Don't you think that even you must concede that this is a great deal of conjecture? I, for one, would be glad to see the Borg crushed. And who is it to say that the Borg might not put up a good fight? This war between the Borg and Cybermen could last centuries. Let them grind themselves down while the Federation continues to recover and build an adequate defense against them both. The clock is ticking, though, Captain. Cybermen move fast, very fast. They are a very effective, horribly unrelenting clockwork. So you say. Let us see what we know for certain. 
Captain Picard got up and the three of them walked back onto the bridge. Mr. Data, what's the latest status on the Cybermen fleet? I've confirmed that course, sir. They are heading directly towards Borg space, toward where we believe the Borg homeworld to be. The Borg have sent some cubes against the Cybermen forces, but they have been destroyed. The Cybermen fleet is moving at high warp now. Do you see, Captain? It's all falling into place. Acknowledged. Data, continue with our course back to Earth. What? Doctor, even if everything that you and Kylan are telling me is true, what good is the Enterprise going to be against that Cybermen fleet? We will be like a mosquito against a herd of elephants. I won't sacrifice this vessel to chase your theories. The Doctor couldn't believe what he was hearing as Captain Picard sat in the Captain's chair. Course leading, Captain. Warp 5, engage. My name's Mark. I'm the Red Cornish Ranger. I originally come from Universe 20. I had a team, but they were murdered by an evil ranger. Now I travel the multiverse, trying to find her, trying to stop her. I've met some interesting teams and fought alongside legends. But now I'm on my own. I have to stop her. By any means necessary. The Red Cornish Ranger will return in 2023. Check out Cosplay Dude 637's Universe 19 on Spotify and Apple Podcast. Or check out High Tiger's Tiger Tales on YouTube. Down in sickbay, Rory was looking at all the medical technology with enthusiasm. Your medical facilities here are absolutely outstanding, Dr. Crusher. There's probably not much need for ward nurses anymore. Don't kid yourself, Rory. All of the advancements in in the world can't replace the touch of a human hand. We'll always need doctors and nurses more than technology. Still, just think of all the people you must be able to save. It's the helplessness that gets to me most sometimes. Over by Dr. Crusher's office, Amy was talking to Deanna Troy. So your husband's a nurse? Yeah, at least he was before the doctor came along. So he's had to give up a lot for this life. Yeah, I guess he has. Just then, a rather upset doctor came into sickbay. Doctor, what's wrong? Where's the captain? It's no good. The captain won't listen to reason. He refuses to even consider a meeting with the Borg. He's blinded by his past. Doctor, our past with the Borg cannot be easily forgotten by anyone, least of all the captain. I understand that, Counselor. But ignoring the Cybermen, even for a moment, can only lead to ruin. So, what now? We'll have to go on our own and find a way ourselves. Your help would have been... 
invaluable. Perhaps, Doctor, yours wasn't the voice the captain needed to hear. She placed her hand on Amy's shoulder and smiled. So did the doctor as he looked at both of them. What are you smiling about? Captain Picard was in his ready room when the door chime rang. Come. The doors opened and Amy Pond stood there. Miss Pond. I'm sorry to disturb you, Captain. May I come in? Certainly. But if you're here to continue my earlier discussion with the doctor, I'll not alter my decision. No, Captain Card. I just came to say goodbye. Goodbye. Yes. We'll be leaving to find some way to talk to the Borg, or else stop the Cybermen ourselves. That's madness. Madness is kind of what we do. This is a very dangerous life you lead, Miss Pond. Is it not why you do it? He visited me once, the doctor did, when I was very little girl, all alone and very scared. Then he vanished. Everybody thought he, I was crazy, but I know he'd be back 12 years later. There he was, and he hadn't aged a day. He came back just like he said he would, and he saved my life. He saved us all that day, the whole planet, and it wasn't even the first time or the last. Ah. A point emerges, I see. Yes, I'm not asking you to trust him. I'm not asking you to trust me. But will you let me show you something? Something that might change your mind? That's all I'm asking. At last, I, the Red Cornish Ranger, have got the Sword of Darkness from the Empress Rita. <laughs> Actually, no, I got it from Michael Makes. Go check him out on Instagram and TikTok at Michael Makes on TikTok and Michael Makes 3D on Instagram. Or alternatively, you can hop onto his webpage at michaelmakes3d.co.uk. If you can dream it, he'll certainly be able to make it. He can make all sorts of things like helmets from the Clone Wars, to masks from Daredevil and Iron Man, to helmets and armor. So seriously, go check him out. Michael Makes 3D on Instagram, Michael Makes on TikTok, and his shop, michaelmakes3d.co.uk. Back to action! Amy brought Captain Picard down to the holodeck, where the Doctor's blue box was parked. Hello, Captain. Mr. Williams. Please, it's Rory. The doors to the blue box opened, and the Doctor stepped out. Hello, Captain Picard. You've been the most generous host, allowing us the run of your magnificent vessel. May I please return the hospitality? Something to show me, Miss Pond. Amy and Rory will stay outside, so you need have no fear about your safe return. Please, won't you come in? Captain Picard followed the doctor into the small box, only to be met with an unbelievable sight. Remarkable. Welcome to the TARDIS, Captain. T-A-R-D-I-S stands for Time and Relative Dimension in Space. It's the best ship in the universe. Hold up, maybe two universes now. It's bigger on the inside. Is it? I hadn't noticed. How is this possible? A clever little trick, isn't it? Transdimensional engineering. The interior exists on an entirely different dimension from the exterior. You really should look into it. But, as much as I do love showing her off, especially to a fellow captain like yourself, that's not really why we are here. With your permission, Captain, I'd like to show you something. 
I can hardly say no, Doctor. You have my attention. The Doctor pulled a lever and the TARDIS started wheezing and groaning. that it also travels in time. This is your Lieutenant Worf's homeworld of Cronus, is it not, Captain? The first city of the Klingon Empire, under utter subjugation of the Cybermen. This is an illusion, something you've conjured to sway me. I don't depend on fabricated shadows to make my argument, Captain. It's all too real. Were it not for Guinan's faith in you, I could scarcely believe this is possible. I don't normally reveal my true nature so lightly, but you have to see what lies ahead. Come, let us see what else the future holds. Thirty years later, Paradise world of Raxacora Fallapatorius. Now, nothing but raw material for the Cybermen war machine. Twenty years past that, Fulton falls to the Cybermen. Its centuries of wisdom and an advanced thought lost forever. The Jadun were once an intergalactic police force. 25 years later, they've become the Cybermen shock troop, mindless destroying everything in their path. Forty years later, the people fought valiantly but there was nothing to be done. Starfleet Academy was the last holdout of free humanity in the galaxy. You're looking at what's left of the human race, marching into cyber conversion machines. San Francisco is like the rest of Earth now, merely another nexus for which the Cybermen can strike out and infest more of the galaxy, unless we act to stop it. So many worlds. Countless, each galaxy, each universe in turn will fall, but we don't have to let it happen, Captain. We have to work with the Borg. They have the information we need to prevent this from happening. And besides that, besides the billions of lives that we could save, besides the thousands of worlds we can protect, there's still another reason to prevent the Cybermen from slaughtering the Borg. We should help our enemies, because it's what makes us better than them. You win, Doctor, I concede. Take us away from this horror and let us contact the Borg. The Doctor was played by Mark, the Red Cordish Ranger. Captain Picard, V. Amy Pond, 
and Dr. Crusher, Cosplay Wife 637, Rory Williams, Cosplay Dude 637, Guinan, V Avatar Clash, Data, Ghost Galaxy Cosplay, Deanna Troy, Emma, The Ensign, Valera Midnight, The narrator was Ben the Baker Ranger. Thirty years later, the paradise world of Rex. Oh God! Thirty years later, the paradise world of Rexa. This is going to be painful. Rexacorophalopatorius. Rexa. Rexacorophalopatorius. Right. Hopefully I'll put that into the, the blank space I left. So carry on now.